524 days after the Northwest Congregation last met, May 8th, 2020, we gathered at the rec center. It was awesome. I'm spending a few podcasts trying to recap the content and the excitement of that meeting. Hey, this is Pastor Mike Welcome to the program where we reconsider what we've recently said and try to remember what the church is really all about. We hope it's informative, practical, and helps you draw others into the conversation. Welcome to the podcast. We call it ReChurch. Oh, I think it was like 15 years ago. My wife and I were in New York City. I say it that slowly because I couldn't remember if my boys were with us. I think it was just us. We were in New York City for the U.S. Open. It's 2006-ish. And we stay in the city. And then we take the 7 train out to Flushing Meadows. And if you've never been on the subway in New York, you got to do it. It's an experience. It's better than any ride in any amusement park. It's just awesome. There's all kinds of different people. It's challenging to figure out how to get where you're going. Oftentimes you go in the wrong direction or on the wrong side of the platform. It's a whole big experience. Great learning experience and super fun. Friday morning, as we're making our way out to Flushing Meadows, you can imagine what the subway system is. It's jam-packed on a regular Friday morning because of uh, business commuting. On a U.S. Open Friday morning, it is twice as many people. One of the great highlights of riding the subway in New York, and I think it's still this way, we've been back a few times since then, are the subway train operators. They are, I would imagine, experts in what they do in terms of driving trains. But the other thing is that they're engaging personalities that have something to say, and the good ones really connect with their clientele well. On this particular Friday, the guy was really trying to get people on and off the train quickly, and and getting them on quickly is hard because it's so crowded, and there's more room in there than you can imagine. So he just kept saying this because we it was they were they were all local that day, meaning they make every single stop on the way that they're going. Some express trains pass certain stops, but they're all local when it's busy because everybody's getting on and off at every stop. And so at every stop, he's going through the same routine, and he kept saying, stick yourselves all the way into the train. Stick yourselves all the way into the train, people. (laughs) It was just so great. And that phrase stuck for us. And that was about the time we were planting Vista Community Church originally. And so when we were recruiting people to come with and be a part of this plant, we kept saying, you're going to have to stick yourselves all the way into the church plant. And that meant step up to some particular challenges, expectations that we have of those that are core uh, to the church. And what we did was we reiterated those things last Sunday to those that are a part of the church right now. Because believe it or not, if you're a part of this church right now, you're part of the core. A whole chunk of people have drifted away from the church, and some folks are just moderately engaged. So if you're left, (laughs) you are part of the core relaunch of the church. So let me get started. I'm going to cover, uh, I think, at least two of the five things in this podcast, and then I'll cover the rest of them uh, next time. All right. Number one, take care of yourself. It's super important that you're physically, emotionally, mentally healthy. And the reality is we've been through quite a bit as a population, and 
on some level, you are fatigued, that you need some healing and rest and recovery. And so as much as I'm inviting you into a, you know, a full commitment to be a part of what God's doing through this church and this community, that has to be balanced with uh, where you are and to what degree you can um, lean in. Uh, we've got a number of groups and classes that are coming down the pike, and you need to have the humility to take advantage of those. Lean into those times. They're not going to be strictly intellectual classes and groups. They're going to allow you an opportunity to connect and share and uncover uh, what's going on and allow God and others an opportunity to come alongside you to uh, make sure that you're getting better. Uh, number two, be in prayer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Paul on you here and tell you to pray continuously and to put it into this context. To pray continually doesn't mean to be talking continually. It doesn't mean to be making constant um, um, requests of God. It means that you are traveling in this in-between heaven and earth space. Jesus called us to pray specifically that, kingdom would, that his kingdom would come and that his will would be done on earth. That's us. And so... Every waking minute, hour of your day, every space that you walk into, every person that you cross paths with uh, is an opportunity for you on some level to bring heaven to bear into that space. And the question is always, how do I do that? The question really is, how do I allow God to do that through me? So walking through your day, knowing that you are a critical part of God bringing heaven to earth is prayer. You know, metaphorically, with your eyes heavenward and your and your palms open, all throughout the day, uh, so that God might use you in a particular situation, is what it means to be in prayer. At least a fairly significant part of what prayer is. All right, I'm at the six minute mark, which means I should have time for one more challenge that I didn't think I was going to have time for, but in fact I don't, because number three has four sub-bullets. I'll tell you what they are. It's praying, leading, giving, and serving. But we'll go into that next time. All right, church, be well. Take care of yourselves. Keep praying. Be a conduit for God. And stick yourselves all the way into the trash.